0: On today's Visual Studio Toolbox, Syed is going to show us Web Live Preview. This is a new design experience for ASP.NET Framework apps, and it's coming in Visual Studio 2022. Hi, welcome to Visual Studio Toolbox. I'm your host, Robert Green, and joining me today is Syed Hashimi. Hey, Syed.
1: Hello, Robert. How's it going, Howdy? buddy?
0: Good. Welcome back to the show.
1: Yeah, thanks, man. Always, Always happy to, to be here.
0: Yeah right, man. We've
1: been going back way long time back, man. Years. I know
0: we're old friends. Oh yeah, man,
1: we're uh, we're growing old together, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: I think I'm already old. <laughs> so, so today we're going to talk about a new feature in Visual Studio 2022 called Web Live Preview. Yeah, that's and right. Absolutely. So tell us what that's about, and what can we expect to see.
1: Uh, sure, yeah, exactly. So weblife preview you know it's actually it's actually kind of a lot of things, but the the main focus is is that weblife preview is a kind of brand new designer for web forms um, you know we, we've got some problems with the existing web forms designer you know one main problem is you know it's not accessible and and the code is like 30 years old. So yeah. whenever we find bugs in the existing web forms designer, you know, they're very difficult to and very expensive to fix.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so you know, we we'd like to create a platform for the future here so that way our web forms users always have a reliable uh, designer to use there. So you know, we're we're creating a brand new designer here and it supports all the latest and greatest kind of web technologies. Uh, you know HTML and CSS, you know, all the latest versions of those
0: and whatnot. So you're basically saying that you're not abandoning web forms.
1: Uh, absolutely not. No, our web forms users, you know, they're they're very important users to us. You know, a lot of them, you know, they've been developing their web forms projects for, you know, a decade or more. And mm-hmm. you know, a lot of big companies are using web forms and and uh, you know they've made huge investments in, into these apps, right? So, you know, it's not um you know we we don't want to abandon or or leave them behind, right? We need to kind of continue working with them and and uh, and 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 keeping them productive as they were before. So yeah, exactly, cool. you know
0: mm-hmm. awesome. absolutely yep.
1: And you know some people think that you know there's very little web forms usage, but you know there's still a lot of web forms development happening every single day in Visual Studio, and you know that's not going to be changing anytime
0: soon. Right, people aren't going to just rewrite their existing apps just because Microsoft invents cool new technology. Absolutely, we've learned that over over the years. All right, so what does Web Live Preview look like?
1: All right, let's go ahead and jump into it here. So, so one thing that I want to kind of mention, you know, at the front here is. You know we'll be talking a lot about web forms, but web live preview actually works for any ASP.NET framework project here, right? So that includes web forms and ASPNet MVC and ASP. mm-hmm. ASPNet Razor pages. And, and that's where we are right now with, with web live preview. But you know, some of this functionality will be coming to ASP.NET Core hopefully in the future as well. Um so something I'll be working with the ASP.net team and, and the Blazor team. So hopefully we can bring some of this. Designer experience to ASP.NET Core, but you know, no promises there. Uh, let's go ahead and jump into it. So I've got a um, I've got a Web Forms project here that I've loaded up, and you know, this I'm using an internal build, but everything that I'm going to show is available in the latest Visual Studio 2022 preview. So you know, okay. you can download this and and do everything that I'm doing here as well. All right, so I've got this page opened up here. Let's go ahead and let me show you how to get into the designer here. So on the bottom left, I see you know a design and split button. If I were to click on design, I'll go ahead and get the full page design view here. Uh, if I were to click on split, I'll get something, I'll get a kind of a split mm. view here. And you know, the users might be familiar with this kind of layout. Uh, it's actually a little bit different here. So in the previous designer uh with inside the actual page, the designer was embedded within that page. But this new one, you know, it's a, it's just your typical kind of tool window here. So right.
0: you
1: know, you can manage this window just like you manage all the other windows, right? You can maximize it onto a different screen or you know if you wanted to if you wanted to pin it to a certain region in Visual Studio, you can do that. So you know if you don't right. like our defaults, you can always customize this to suit your particular needs there. Cool. Um, and you know, currently in this in this kind of current version, we've got some some issues with the full page design view. So we'll be using the split view exclusively in this in this video here. All right. So this is this is Web Live Preview, and you know we can see that uh, the app is actually running behind the scenes, and this is being rendered with a Edge WebView2 control here. So that's actually what we see here. Yeah. gonna Kind of you know, let's go ahead and kind of move around a little bit. See what do we have here. So. You know as I select elements here you might be noticing that the code is kind of synchronizing to, to to that selection here right so if I mm-hmm. were to select you know students enrolled we can see that you know it goes to line four for students enrolled um, if I were to to click on some other stuff let's say this uh, this paragraph here it'll go to that paragraph uh, and then also we can go into we can we can also go to things that are outside of this page here right so this contoso University, Is coming from the site.master file, so we can see it went right into that site.master file there. So this is, you know, selection synchronization, right? You select something, and then it'll take you right to that code, right? And and this is really great for teams uh, that are working on apps and you know lots of different pages, and you just you notice some kind of problem or you're working on a certain area and you're not exactly sure Mm -hmm. where in the code it is. You you go ahead and go into design view, and then. and then it'll take you right to the code and then you can do your edits there right
0: cool
1: it's going to take a look at some of the functionality that we've got here so we can see I've got students enrolled here i'm just going to modify this to be students by itself get rid of the enrolled we can see that the update was automatically pushed nice, i didn't even
0: hot reload we XAML folks have been enjoying now yeah. yeah
1: yeah that's right that's right so this this aspect of web live preview is like hot reload and and you know the <clears throat> The goals for both Web Live Preview and Hot Reload are the same. We want to kind of yeah. uh, speed up what we call the inner loop, right? So the amount of time that you actually take developing your application locally—that's what we want to decrease by creating, you know, whether it's Hot Reload or Web Live Preview. It's the same kind of productivity goals here. All right. right. So we we just noticed that I made a change here to the text uh, in the editor, and then that was pushed automatically as well. Um, we can do that for for other for other things as well here too, right? Like you know, if I were to go here and change my site.master, name there, gets updated automatically. didn't even need to save the file. Let's take a look at some other things that we can do. So now, uh, for static text elements, you can edit these directly on the designer as well. So let's say if I wanted to change this heading back to students enrolled, uh, all I would do is go ahead and double click. Now that brings me into the edit mode. I'm going to type enrolled. And then you right. can either you can either, you know, type enter or or click somewhere that's outside of that control to then go ahead and commit that. So now we can see my changes have been committed back to my source. And um, you don't need
0: that page open to do that, right?
1: Uh Web Live preview will open the page one way or the okay. other
0: it'll to actually opens, make right.
1: that change. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. right.
0: So open previously. It'll it automatically yeah. knows where it is. That's cool. right.
1: That's right. Yeah. So like let's say if the site master was closed.
0: Mm-hmm. And if I were
1: to click on this, it will open the site.master. Now we have we have a bug in this current version that it opens on the bottom.
0: Yeah. But okay. and then
1: and the next release, it'll open up on the top here. So it doesn't right. cover your. Uh, kind of design view here. Uh, but yeah, absolutely. you know you, you pick the element, it opens the code, uh, but you know you could always just double click and and make the change and you don't even really care where the code is at, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All right, so that's that's one thing that we've got there. and then um, let's take a look. you know for for a web forms perspective, you know one of the kind of most common operations is to kind of drag and drop from the toolbox uh, onto the design surface, right? So, so that's what we're gonna do here. And uh, we, we we still got some bugs in this area, so you know I wouldn't be surprised if we run into some problems here. Uh, but you know we'll be we'll be working on making this more reliable and stable in the future as well. Um, so what I'm going to do is I want to add a button here. <clears throat> Excuse me, I want to add a button here to add a new student. So I'm just going to take a button and then just kind of drag it over here and drop it. So now we've got mm-hmm. our button here. Let me go back into the editor. Uh, one of the one of the issues that we have today is we don't automatically assign the ID. So let me go ahead and do this. I'll do button add, and then we'll just change the text as well to add. All right, cool. So now, you know, another very kind of common operation uh, is to add the kind of default event handler for. Uh, for controls and the default event handler for, for a button is the on click event, so that's what we right. want to go in and add a on click event handler here for this button. So what I can do is just you know simply double click this button here. So I'm going to do a double click. Um, so yeah, it it uh, if I were to go back to the aspx file, I can see that it's added my on click handler here, yeah. and if I go back to the code, I can see it's added my kind of stub method here. We'll do a response. That redirect to a add student. page. All right, we'll go ahead and save that. Now one kind of thing here that says hey it needs update. So whenever you change like code and, and certain types of changes, you may need to perform an update. So I will go ahead and click on needs update here. So now this is going to go ahead and you know kind of update the code. It'll basically do a build in the background and then um, and then update the view here.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: all right so now we can see that you know it's kind of finishing this update and you know we'll be working on the performance of this as well and and in the future we're also going to introduce another kind of mode uh, to where you don't actually need to build and run the app it just kind of runs as as oh, it cool. did before but anyways, we got some issues here it's not updating uh properly but let me do the update there okay all right so I just clicked on refresh over here mm-hmm. um so now one thing that I want to point out here is, you know, I've got a kind of. I, I have a grid here, so this is actually live data uh, coming from a database here. So if I were to take a look at my my grid here, we can see that this is connected to a data source. Where is that? Oh, it's down here. Yeah, here it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is coming. Where is it? Uh, oh, that's not the grid. You just
0: had it a second ago. There it is. Yeah,
1: it's here basically. Yeah, so we can see that this is all coming from uh, from a database uh, from. Mm-hmm. Somewhere, uh, anyway, the the text is way too big. I can't I can't find anything <laughs> here with this uh, with this resolution. But what I wanted to point out was, you know, we're seeing actual values coming out of my database. Right in the past, you know, this all this information, the ID and all these names and the dates would just say placeholder, literally the right. string placeholder, right? And yep. and you wouldn't, you know, you wouldn't be, you wouldn't know if you had, you know, five items in that database or five hundred thousand, right? I mean. Uh, but with this view, you know, we're actually running the code, and whatever your app shows is what you're going to see here. Mm-hmm. All right. So that was that. So now, um, we we mentioned that you know we're using the Edge View 2 control here. So uh, one thing that we can do is actually interact with the application. So currently, it's in like the design mode, um, and we we used to call that inspect mode, but uh, we'll probably change it to design mode, I guess. So now we have this kind of app menu here uh, to go in and out of design mode, and in the future this menu will go away, and there'll be a button up here to go in and out of the design mode. All right, so let me get out of the design mode, and you know now I'm just in like a browse mode here, kind of right. So I can interact with this application.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, you can even edit this information here. Uh, let's say if I wanted to fix a misspelling with this name. I can then go ahead and, and, and actually do an update, and and that actually gets pushed to the database itself, right? Mm-hmm. So now let me see if that add student button is working. So when I click on this, it should take me to addstudents.aspx. All right, so now I've got my yep. my add student there, so we can see that yes. that worked. Excellent. Um, yeah, so we can see that that works. So that was the that was the kind of default event handler there. Let's take a look at some other stuff here. So let me actually go back. Uh, One thing that I noticed here was, you know, the ordering here for the year uh, is not actually correct here. You know, I've got sophomore, freshman, junior, senior. So sophomore Mm -hmm. should be uh, sophomore should be below freshman in this particular list. Okay, so let's go and see if we can fix that. All right. So now I'm back into the design mode here, and and one feature that I want to point out. Uh, and let me show it in the and let me show it in the kind of code editor here so that way users can understand uh, what's actually happening here. Um, so certain controls, uh, certain web form controls have have what's called a a smart tag or or an uh, th- sorry about that. it's actually called an action panel. so the the formal name is action panel, but sometimes it's referred to as smart tag or smart task. um however, it's referred to. so, okay. Um, so here we can see that uh, this is the this is kind of the the action panel. So what I want to do is I want to go using the designer. I want to go into the action panel. So you see I got these we see we've got these double arrows here. Yep. Uh, that's the indication that an action panel is available for this particular control. Uh, we can compare that to the add button that doesn't have those double arrows because right. buttons don't have any action panel support. So, let me go into the action panel. I'm going to go ahead and uh, select edit items here
0: from oh, sophomore.
1: Cool. Yeah, I'm just going to move it down. And you know, this is exactly the same kind of workflow that users would typically have in the existing web forms de- uh, designer as well. Right. Um, so, I, so, I move sophomore down, and, and we can see in the code it would get updated as well. So, let me go ahead and click update uh, or OK there, I mean. And then we can see that it puts sophomore yep. in the correct uh, location there. And then, if I were to get out of the, uh, and if I were to get out, go back into that browse mode, we could see that that got fixed. But you know, we can mm-hmm. see it in the code here as well. And we got other stuff to kind of demo here, so I want to move on to the other demos as opposed to just showing that. All right, one of the, one of the, one of my kind of favorite features uh, of Web Live Preview is actually the CSS autosync. And you know, I'm, I'm not sure about everybody that's watching, but you know, personally, I'm not like a CSS expert. Um, so normally, you know, when I'm creating my websites, you know, I'll create the HTML and then I'll start working on the CSS. And you know, usually I'll use the, the browser developer tools for that. Uh, but the problem is, you know, I always have to remember, you know, what were the CSS changes that I made in the browser dev tools? And then I will go back and you know, try and remember all that stuff and add it to my actual file itself, right? So so now let me show you what we have with uh with web Life preview. And uh, let me go ahead and point out this is not a web forms project, this is an ASP.NET MVC project. Uh, but th- these same features work in web forms, mvc, and razor pages for those ASPNet web forms projects. All right, now let me let me show you one of my kind of favorite features here, Robert. So um uh, the feature that i'm about to show is a css autosync and and i've opened up a different solution here this is actually an asp.net mvc project and mm-hmm. you know like i mentioned before you know everything uh, weblife preview supports all the asp.net framework projects so that's web forms mvc and razor pages so the css autosync also works across those three um, so yeah, let's go ahead and go into it. So I've got a grid file here. Let me go ahead and go into the CS uh go ahead and open up the designer here. And then I'll open up my, my grid here. And here, what we want to do is go ahead and start kind of designing this, you know, and then make it look like a grid, like how we want. So okay. first I'm just gonna go ahead and align the uh, the heading here so we can see, you know, as I'm typing. You know the moment the moment that the CSS file is syntactically uh, doesn't have any syntactic errors, we'll go ahead and push those changes to the uh, to the design view here. So you can see I typed text to line center and you know it got centered and didn't even have to change the file or anything like that. Now let's go ahead and start working on our grid. So first, I'll say, hey, I want this to be displayed as a grid. Mm-hmm. I want the height uh, to be one hundred percent for that grid. And then let's go set some properties on the, the div themselves. So I'll say the height should be uh, 25 VH here. Save that file. We can see now that you know they've yeah. kind of spread around here. So now we need to go ahead and add our kind of grid columns here. So I'll say grid template uh, columns. We'll use, I want four columns here. We we'll use the, the fractional measurement here that CSS offers us. Cool. So once that yeah, so once that statement got complete, boom, it kind of went into the right way here. But you know, you could always play around with uh, with different yeah, columns. Yeah, that's so awesome
0: and, because you don't have to, you know, make a change to that, rerun the app, and then go mm-hmm. back and forth. I want three. I don't want four. I don't want five. This, this yeah, is so awesome.
1: It's pretty, uh, man. This is a real productivity. Yep. Uh, this is just huge from a productivity perspective. I think you know. So now let's go ahead and set some properties here. So I'll say background color for the divs. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just set it to uh, to gray, I guess. Doesn't really matter too much. Um, Okay. So now I'm noticing that you know there's everything's kind of squished together here. So I want to introduce some sort of a gap here. Um, So I'll say grid gap is one em. So now we get a little bit of a gap there. Uh, Let's take a look at what else. Now I want to kind of you know. Uh, more kind of center the the font and make it a little bit larger there. So let's set the the font size 10v min. And then let's go ahead and set some additional properties here. So oops, not that one. So set the the line height to 25vh as well. We'll do a text align center here. Yeah, and and let's see awesome. what else. That's uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much about it. But you know, you saw how easily I was able to take you know, cause cause all my my uh, my definition here is really just a section with a bunch of divs here, right? So yeah, you know, I took that and then I was easily able to kind of create a grid here, and you know, I didn't have to worry about the 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 browser developer tools and. You know, having to remember that oh, you know, I I, I added text-align: center for the h1, and I added these properties uh, for the grid card section, and then these for the div here, right? You know, often when I when I use those browser developer tools, you know, it's you know, I kind of forget. You know, maybe I forget one or two things here and there, and you know, it just takes right. a little bit of additional time. Oh,
0: context switch here. You're just inside Visual yeah. Studio.
1: Yeah, that's right. And you know, and I can always undo and redo things and. And you know, save my files and then commit them as I need to. And you know, it's yep. just a huge productivity gain here. So well, that yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And uh, there's there's one one other kind of real quick demo that I want to show for you here today, Robert, uh, if you don't mind. So here we've got a we've got a button here, open in browser. So let's go ahead and open that up. Uh, just popped up on a different screen. So let me bring that here. Mm-hmm. I will copy the, the URL. I'm just gonna make this a lot smaller here. And I will bring another one. I'm just gonna bring it next to it and then paste that as well. And now let me bring my Visual Studio over here. So now what I want to show you is, you know, as we're making changes to the app, whether it's in the CSS or 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 the code itself. Uh, Whether whether you have one client or or several, they will all automatically get those changes, right? And and you know Mm -hmm. I think it's hard to see on this one screen, especially I've got a very low resolution for this video. But you know if you're working on a website, you know odds are you're looking to support different devices, right? You're probably going to you know support phones and tablets and desktop. So with this, and basically you know you can you can take one of the windows and set it up as if it was a phone, you know, so I can well, this is about as narrow as it gets with this particular uh, resolution. Yeah. But you know imagine that was a phone and then I can set this one up as a tablet and one can be in portrait, one can be in landscape, you modify your CSS and then boom, you see how it looks like, you know for the desktop view, for the mobile view, for the tablet view, you know, it's not like yeah. you're always having to switch back and forth uh, between these different things. and you know that's always something that's that's problematic for me. you know, I'll make a change to improve the desktop view but then you know there's a minor regression in the mobile or the tablet view. So with this right. with this approach you can see all those views and they get updated, you know, automatically at the same time. Cool. So, so that, people want to
0: play around with this, they just download the latest Visual Studio 2022 preview. Yeah, and that's right. And so cool. mm-hmm. if they want to share comments or have feature requests, what can they do? Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, yeah, exactly. So you know the the best way to do it is to use the the help send feedback. So you have two choices here: report a problem, and you know that's for let's say unexpected behavior or bugs, right? So if you mm-hmm. run into something that you feel is a bug and you know it's not it's not uh, doing the right thing, that's where we'll report a problem comes in. And then you can also suggest a feature. So you know if you say hey, you know here's a great idea for a new feature, you can use suggest a feature for that. Um so I think those are the I think those are the main kind of avenues those are the main avenues for providing feedback uh you know not only to web live preview but you know mm-hmm. visual studio all up yeah
0: awesome thanks for coming on and showing us this stuff that is very very cool yeah thanks for having me Robert and I hope you guys enjoyed that and we will see you next time on visual studio toolbox